Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yes, indeed. And thanks to the help we're going to get from Nick Stoffel, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive. We'll help you keep it running. Good morning. Denny Long here. And Nick is with us. Good morning, Nick. I hope you had, you guys had a good week at uh, there at Lloyd's. Yeah, it's been uh, a, a new season is upon us here. We have that... Yeah. Uh, Early winter, hopefully maybe a little more fall in the next couple of weeks, but we're, uh, people have taken notice and they're getting their tires swapped out. Yeah, uh, that was my first question. I would imagine that the guys have been busy uh, putting, on, uh, putting on snow tires. Now, I, I've heard that uh, maybe in the following week, now this week would be uh, below average temperatures, so you know that's, that's fine for the snow tires on the pavement. But we might maybe back into the 50s. Is that still going to be okay for those tires? Yeah, I, I believe that to be fine. Um, you know, you never hit it right on. Obviously, the the cold and the water of the roads better for those snow tires. Uh, they're very soft compounds, so the heat um, causes them to wear a little faster. But I don't think if we get into the 50s, that's much to be concerned of. Uh, I think it's more like those summer months or those earlier fall, late spring times when things get really warm. Yeah, and it it is almost November, so let, let's face it. Uh, if uh, you have a question, any kind of a car care question, uh, if you ha- need to bring in your vehicle for some service and you want to know what the heck is ailing it, uh, give us a call or send a text to Nick. Uh, same number applies, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Had a text earlier this morning, Nick, about speaking of tires. Uh, you have... Uh, I, I didn't say a text, it was an email, which I don't have in front of me now, so I'll have to paraphrase it. Uh, it was uh, about the cold weather, I was, I'm sorry, the, uh, what would you call it, the cold temp on a uh, on a tire. Is oh, it okay? Yeah, as as the ambient temperature cools, our tire pressures adjust a little bit. Um, and as we use our vehicles to drive our cars, you'll see if you have a, a system that actually tells you the pressure, you'll see that pressure change as you drive and those tires warm up. So, you know, we always use the tease that you need to get your winter air. Well, the, the somewhat truth is you really need to adjust your pressures as they cool down. So um, if you look at inside the placard of your door, you look on your tire, they'll say pressure at cold. Well, they weren't thinking Minnesota winter when they said cold. They're thinking more about <laughs> it. And, at traditional temperature, 70 degrees. So as things get cooler, we need to add a little more air to get them back to where they need to be. But nothing to worry about. So what would you suggest? uh, Let's say I'm trying to think what my car is rated. I think 33 Uh, PSI. Your car probably says it's 36, 38 uh, pounds of uh, square inch right inside the door there. And 
like I said, you go in for your regular service. Everybody should be getting the car ready for winter now anyways. You go in, have them do this oil filter, all the inspections, and they'll adjust the tires for you. All right, very good. If you have any kind of a car care question, you want to talk to this guy or uh, send a text if that's easier. Again, 651-989-9226. That number will get you either a phone call or a, a text question for Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive. Here's a text that just came in. Uh, your opinion said, a, a 2006 Honda Pilot, the rear posts are rusted through the subframe. Do you think this can be repaired? We're not a body shop. Right. Um, and here's the hard part when, with rust. Can most rust repairs happen? Sure, at a cost, depending what it may be. Structurally, people tend to shy away from because they don't want to be held liable, obviously. But even if you have a rusty spot on the body of the vehicle, that can be repaired. It can be patched up, or they can cut out and put new sheet metal in. Problem is, once that original paint has been compromised, it's only a matter of time. You know, you can band-aid it up, get yourself a year or two, just fine. But to think it's going to go back to the way it was when it was original, not going to happen. Yeah. You know, that, that rust gets back behind areas that we can't see. It penetrates the bare metal from behind, and it just it just spreads. And, you know, you can keep your car clean. The best thing you can do from, keep, you know, getting it to spread or start. You know, run it to the car wash on those mild days in the winter, pay that extra couple of dollars for the undercar spray. All those little steps help. But once rust has set in, it's really next to impossible to beat that. And the the newer cars, now this uh, texture is a 2006, but the, the newer cars seem to be lasting longer. Is it just my imagination? Or, or yeah, no? no, I mean, you go back, you know, 30 years, and, you know, first off, cars didn't make it 100,000 miles, which is a new car now. And, you know, the cars are, you know, people didn't keep a car for 10 years. It was six, seven, eight years maybe, and those cars are rusted out. So the the, the materials that they use on the the painting and the prepping and the sealing of the body of the vehicle is much, much better. Obviously, there's more plastic in certain high-rust areas. But, you know, and car washers, a lot more car washers than there used to be. So if you just keep on top of it, you know, on those mild, appropriate days in the wintertime, run it through the car wash, dry it off. That'll go a long ways over the life of the vehicle. All right. Nick, I know we have to take a break. I want to alert our phone callers like Bruce and uh, Woodbury. Hang on. Uh, we're going to take this quick break and be right back with more uh, CCO Car Care Show. 651-989-9226 is the phone number, also the text number. Stay with us. And welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with ALC Certified Technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive, which, Nick, is located exactly where? Well, if you're in St. Paul, we're at 982 Grand Avenue, uh, two blocks east of Lexington Parkway. I've um, been here forever, in the 40, sometime in the 40s is when she was established. So we've been here That's for a right. long time. Absolutely. How do we get in touch with you? Uh, by phone, we're at 651-228-1316. If you're in front of your computer, you can always go to lloydsautomotive.net, and that's L-L-O-Y-D-S, automotive.net. Very good. We'll get you that phone number before Nick leaves us at 745 this morning. Uh, Nick, we promised our callers we'd jump into the phone uh, right away. Bruce in Woodbury has been waiting the longest. Thank you, Bruce. What is your question for Nick? Uh, good morning, guys. Great show. Thank you. Uh, I own a 2018 Toyota Highlander. I bought it new. It's uh, It's got that 3.5 V6 with that 8-speed auto transmission. And the car has been a great car, 
except for one little idiosyncrasy I can't get my arms around. If I pull up to an uncontrolled intersection and I have to do somewhat of a jackrabbit start to get across the traffic, it'll hesitate for like two or three seconds. And uh, brought it into the dealer, and naturally we couldn't replicate the problem, so they said bring it back if it gets worse and so forth. Then I got a recall notice on the fuel pump, and I said, ah, that's probably the problem. They replaced the fuel pump, and it still does it. And it's only probably once or twice a month, but I'm I'm concerned that this thing might just kill on me when I need to get across traffic. And uh, since I can't really replicate the problem at a given time, do you have any thoughts on what might be causing that? First off, that's frustrating. You know, I'm sure the dealer disses ourselves. Anytime we get that intermittent issue, um, it's just frustrating because you want to know what are the clues, what is the information. I'm sure they scan the computer. They look for any kind of uh, pending codes. Even if the light is not on, there might be some sort of fault information that's pending. Um, But usually that initial acceleration, you start to think uh, things like tipping, meaning like when you first initially step on the throttle, when you depress the gas pedal, you're actually giving it air. The car's computer system through a series of sensors will see that air and then it'll add fuel. So it all happens in a split second, obviously. So things like, you know, might be a little petty, but, you know, air filters clean, throttle bodies clean. That kind of manages the air into the motor, especially initially. Once we're going, it can kind of manage itself. The other question might be, is there some sort of delay with the transmission? Um, Same thing, I'd hope there would be some sort of fault codes or some sort of information there. Um, I would think it's too new for any part of those clutches or any of those pieces to be worn. Um, but there might be some adaptations, meaning how the uh, the car's computer will adjust settings over time. As things wear and tear and break in, it'll make some adjustments to fuel strategies, shift points, that, that kind of stuff. So give it some time, see if it does get worse. Um, get a notepad. You know, hey, it was on a cold day, I've been driving for 10 minutes, I've been driving for an hour. Any kind of clues you can give the dealership, and if you have a similar type of weather situation, maybe that's the day to take it in. Uh, But at minimum, as much information you can share is always helpful. I'm sure it's frustrating. I doubt the vehicle's going to stall. Um, I understand that hesitation, you know, but you make, make you a little gun shy, right? I, I, I get that. But unfortunately, until it either gets worse or some sort of clue presents itself, um, everyone's going to have to kind of be patient. I mean, like you said, it's frustrating for both sides, <laughs> you guys and uh, and, uh, well, and, and you know, as well. Uh, you know, dealerships, you know, independent shops are all very, very busy, which is a wonderful thing. And you, you don't want to have to, um, you need to give everyone a fair shake. You know, we always want to make sure we do our best to accommodate people's concerns. But we, I always say we need the car to participate. If the car's sure. not willing to show your concern to me, it's a really hard time to find it. And takes a lot of time, you know, and that gets expensive. So we want to be wise in our efforts here. We don't want to be wasteful of your money. Uh, we don't want to be – we want the car to show us what's going on. That's always easiest, but that it doesn't always happen. No. All right, Bruce, thanks. Uh, let's go to Sandy. I think Jim is uh, waiting there to ask you a question. Jim, you're on with Nick. Good morning. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you for that diagnosis. I'm uh, shaking of my 2001 Jeep. It was that shock absorber up in the up in the steering mechanism that controls that that factor and and, and that I, dampening, the, yeah, that can be frightening yeah. when that goes bad for sure. Yeah, I replaced that shock absorber there, and well, it was left like a new one again. But now I got a problem. It's been an ongoing problem with that Jeep. Uh, it 
the the it says check gauges and and the, the gauge is all the way down to zero on the amp on the amp with no charging. And I if I turn when I turn it off and then back on, then it's okay. It's charging again. And at one point it got so it heated up the wire so much going to the alternator, the hot wire, it melted the uh, melted it. So I, I replaced it with another rebuilt. Uh, that was a rebuilt on there at that time, and I put another rebuilt alternator on there, and now it's doing the same thing. And I turn it off and then turn it back on, and it's working fine. If I go to a dealer, I mean a, a auto place, parts place, and have a diagnosed that, we say, well, it's a, I go in there when it's not charging, and I say, that's the alternator. So I don't know what to think, you know. Well, let us see what Nick thinks. There's a reason that alternator isn't charging, whether it's a defective part or if it's not being asked to charge. If it thinks, for whatever reason, that there's enough voltage, enough current in the system, it's going to not cause it to charge as high a rate. So that might be a computer-controlled alternator. You mentioned that the wire is getting hot. I advise you to be very careful there. We don't want things melting. If things are melting, that's being full-fielded, which is at 100%. I mean, something more wrong here. You know, if you replace an alternator, had a defective one, oh, that can happen. Rare, but it can happen. You replace it with the second one, same thing's happening. Makes me want to think there's something else going on within the vehicle that's making that alternator misbehave. So, you know, I think you're going to, you know, a parts store can only test a part. You know, you need to take it to your local shop, your your neighborhood guy, your neighborhood dealership, Spend a little money, have them go through and actually test out the full electrical system, especially when it's misbehaving. They'll be able to figure out what it is, I'm sure. All right. Thank you, Jim. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's, uh, I'm going to get Ken and Richfield on here before we take a break for, uh, for weather. Ken, you're on CCO with uh, Nick Stoffel. Hey, Nick. I appreciate all your help. Yes. I am a new um, owner of, uh, this is my first uh, hybrid, and I'm a little bit stumped by the battery situation. Um, to give this specifics, it's a 09 Lexus, um, 400 H, I think it's designated. And, um, the battery seems to discharge, even though I've taken it to two shops and they put their checkers on it, then they're certified for, uh, hybrids. And I think what I'm coming up with is that if I, uh, and the, the recurring situation is that if I sit alongside the road and I take a long phone call, that just about is enough to discharge the battery to the point where I have to wait for about a half an hour for it to kind of recover enough to start it up. Um, any advice there? Are you referring to hybrid battery or 12-volt battery? Um, well, it's just a little one within the uh, engine compartment that you can get at from the very top. Yep, so that, that, that that's your 12-volt battery. Um, I mean, someone yeah. can do an electrical test there. Uh, Check the charge rate. Check the reserve of it. Obviously, you should be able to sit on the side of the road for a bit. Um, it's an 09, so quite honestly, it should probably be having its second battery replaced. Batteries last five years, give or take, depending on you know the, the life expectancy. But uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, you know, it's getting colder, and as it gets colder, it'll get worse. So, same thing. Get it winterized when you have it in at the shop. Say, hey, I've been having some troubles with that battery. Give it like a three-minute test or give it a real thorough once-over, and I think you'll find that that battery might seem okay on the surface, but the reserve isn't there to help you out when there's a little more stress on it, whether it's cold or you've been sitting for a bit like you described. 
All right, very good. Nick, we have to take a break. If you have any kind of a car care question, you want to call it in or text it in to Nick. Same number applies, 651-989-9226. Back with more car care here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with ASC Certified Technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. We'll let you know in a moment how to get in touch with uh, Nick and those uh, great crews there at uh, Lloyd's. Now, keep in mind that Nick uh, will have to leave here about uh, 745 or so. So if you do have a car care question, don't wait. Give us a call or send a text, 651-989-9226. Nick, let's go back to the phones. I think Jose's there in uh, St. Paul with a question. Good morning, Jose. Good morning, Nick. Hello. Hey, I have a couple of questions. Um, my daughter, she owns a 2009 Toyota Camry, and uh, she needs new tires. And is it necessary to have a uh, front-end alignment? You know, yesterday I drove her car. The car doesn't pull or anything, but you can see that the tires are wore out pretty evenly. And uh, my second question is, uh, she had an oil change yesterday, and... Um, they told her that there's a like oil leak around the timing chain or belt cover, you know, whatever those cars have, you know. But uh, and is it uh, urgent to change the to replace the to fix the oil leak or or what's your opinion on that? So or, on the tires, first of all, an alignment's always a good tires are very expensive, as we know, and. We don't want to have um, spent a, lot, a significant amount of money and have them become abnormally worn. So I understand the vehicle is going straight, but if the old tires and sort of like you mentioned that they had some abnormal wear, that's likely because the alignment was out of specification. So absolutely have it aligned, protect that investment of new tires for sure. As far as the oil leak goes, you know that's that's a little more difficult because you know a area that might be damp or not very actively leaking, you can probably monitor for some time. But if the leak has become large enough where it's starting to uh, to leak out where it's going to add up to a significant amount where it might be low on oil, or if that oil contaminates something else, if it gets onto another system in the vehicle's engine compartment where it could create some damage or more problems for you, you likely want to repair it before you have additional problems. So the oil leak, maybe get a second opinion. When you have the alignment done, take it in, have it aligned, have somebody else look at the oil leak, give you their their opinion or their assessment, and then you have a little more information to go on. All right. Very good. Let's grab some text messages before you take your leave here, Nick. Here's a 2014 Jeep Cherokee Trailhawk, 23,000 miles on it, original tires. Uh, the texter says, was told I need new tires because the tires are soft. What is this, and do you think I need new tires after 23,000 miles? So descriptive words are descriptions, obviously. Uh, tires are getting to be seven, eight years old. The concern becomes that is the, the tire compound still reliable? You know, we will see where a vehicle with very low mileage will have tires where it, the rubber's gotten so bad it's starting to crack, deep cracks, you know, with the potential of a blowout. So in those scenarios where obviously miles affect a tire, but so does age. If you have a very low miles vehicle, but it's, it's got some years on it. You want to have those tires closely looked at because you don't want to run into the, uh, the trouble of having a, a tire go flat, have a blowout, or even poor traction because that, that tire compound, as it ages from the sun and time, uh, doesn't have the same uh, ability to have the same traction that it did when it was designed. So maybe, maybe not. 
if they look safe, if they handle well, I think you're fine. If they don't look safe or if you have poor traction, get them replaced if you have a problem. All right, this text, Nick, uh, bear with me because it's a multiple text, and I'll see if I can't translate it, interpret it here. Uh, Texture said they bought a new 2019 Lincoln MKC that has shimmies around 45 to 60 miles an hour. Not a huge shimmy, but enough to irritate for a new car. They've had it into the uh, dealer three times. First time they felt it, said to drive it for a few thousand miles. Next time they said they could not feel it. Last time they uh, put in a new shock, and they now do not feel it. And then they last time at an oil change, they said, bring it back for an alignment test that simulates the pressure of actual driving. What should I do? is the question. My gut has always been a newer vehicle. If there's a shimmy or shake or something speed sensitive, it's a tire. Um, how, how do you prove it? Good question. Um, you can try to rotate the tires. You can try to rebalance the tires. You can try to make a change to make a change. Obviously, they've done that, you know, and it sounds like it's a bit of an intermittent problem. Like our earlier caller can be very frustrating because I assure you, the folks at the dealership are trying to give the best services possible, but the third party, meaning the vehicle, doesn't always participate. So, you know, be patient with them. Document, you know, same thing. Any documentation. Boy, I notice it's worse on hotter days, colder days, a certain strip of road that's nearby where they can take the same drive cycle. If you can duplicate it every time you take a certain drive, have them take that drive with you, and hopefully that will help resolve the problem. But, like I said initially, almost always, those hard to figure out, hard to find, always feels like it's a tire. Maybe they have some goodwill there where they can get a different set of tires on there and get you moving. Okay. I know we're just about out of time, two, three minutes to go here, Nick. Uh, here's one, a text. My Audi came standard with 20-inch tires. Tires seem to be a topic today. Uh, should I reduce the size with all season or just get a good new all season? You should. So that's a little tricky question, and here's the answer. All season tires put the Exactly what came off as far as sizing goes. Most vehicles, or every vehicle pretty much, comes with an all-season tire. Some of the higher-end uh, vehicles, they don't have as good traction. Um, those very large wheels have very thin tires, a very low uh, ratio, I guess. So they look, uh, uh, Aesthetically, they look wonderful, but they don't always have the best traction. A lot of the European vehicles, as this one, people opt to get a second set of wheels and tires. When they do that, sometimes they can get a little bit, like instead of a 20, like an 18-inch wheel, which allows a little more spacing for that tire to be a little taller to help with traction. So if you're keeping with the same set of wheels, you're replacing your tires, get a good quality all-season tire, that'll be fine. If you're looking for the next step, you're probably buying a set of tires and winter, or winter tires and wheels. All right, a couple of minutes to go, and if I if I can remember, I'm going to save some of these texts, and we'll uh, we'll open up the show next week uh, with the ones we didn't touch. Here's one: 2014 Subaru Outback, four cylinder, hard starts in the morning, stutters just like it will not start, then fires off after about five seconds. Uh, does not do it all the time. Never in the summer. When I took it to the dealer, it would not do it. There is a new battery. Another one of those from time Common to time. Common theme today, isn't it? Tires yeah. and intermittent issues. Yeah. Uh, you know, as we've said a couple times now, it, it's frustrating. I assure you, if you take it to the dealer, to your local shop, on the day it's not starting or misbehaving, they'll be able to, you know, put a fuel gauge on it, hook up a scan tool to it, figure out what's going on, make the assessment, the recommendation. Uh, but it's just, it's I can't ex- 
stress enough how frustrating even for us. We go through a lot of vehicles here, and we get that one that just keeps throwing a wrench into it, and, you know, you get one, two, three guys involved with it, and, um, you know, the car really has to show itself. So please be patient with them. Don't be frustrated with the dealership or your shop. I promise you they're doing their best. We just got to get the car to uh, to show what's going on. Here's one more quick question, a quick answer. I have an original battery in a 2013 Silverado. It seems fine. If it passes a load test, should I wait for it to die or be proactive and replace it? 2013 Silverado. So my question to that texter is, when it's 20 below, do you want to be replacing a battery? (laughs) Probably not. So that's a good life. I'm sure it has a good static test, but they did a real thorough test. The reserve's not there anymore. It's just been used up. It's been more used a lot over the years, so I would replace that battery for sure. That's the term they use, being proactive. So very good. Well, Nick, as always, a pleasure. How do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's Automotive? Uh, we're at uh, 982 Grand Avenue, as we said earlier. And if you need to give us a call, we're at 651-228-1316. And just please make sure you get your car ready for the next season. We had a little taste of it, but we got some time. Make the appointment. Uh, be proactive. Absolutely. There's that word again. And Nick, always a pleasure. We'll uh, talk to you and probably see you one of these days at Lloyd's. Thanks Sounds good. So Thanks, much. Danny. All right, you bet. Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.